here's our first chance to use the properties to help us with calculus of logs. Use the properties to find the derivative of the log of x to the fifth. So rather than the long way, which is what I always ended up seeming to do as a student, I'm going to first be clever about this, and I'm going to rewrite the log of x to the fifth as 5 log x. Now when I differentiate, I have the derivative with respect to x of 5 log x. 5 is just a coefficient, so I just rewrite it. Then I have times the derivative of log x with respect to x is just 1 over x. So the answer is 5 over x. Now, if I were to do this the way I used to when I was a student, and I wasn't necessarily paying attention to the fact that I could use properties of logs to help me, by brute force, I would say, okay, this is the log of u, and the derivative is 1 over u times du dx with the chain rule. And the derivative of x to the fifth is 5x to the fourth. And so then I would say, oh, wait, now i got to simplify. So I'd simplify this. I'd have 5x to the fourth over x to the fifth, which is 5 over x. Same answer, but just some more work. As the the expressions get more and more complicated, the work involved with differentiating is going to also get more complicated if I don't use the properties. So this is a good way to verify that the properties do give us the same derivative as if we did it the long way using the chain rule. But I don't want to have to use the long way if I don't have to. So here's another one. Derivative with respect to x. Natural log of the product of x to the seventh and the square root of the difference between 3x and 5. So meaning I'm taking the log of a product and the things in the products have exponents. So if I were to do this the way that I would if I didn't use the properties of logs, I would, don't write this, just watch for a sec. This is what you don't want to do. Please don't write this. 1 over u, then times du dx, I would have to use the product rule, so I'd have to differentiate the first thing, times the second thing left alone, but then I'd have to say big plus, then I'd leave the first one alone, and then I'd have to differentiate the second one using the the chain rule with the power of 1 half. So I'd have 1 half, 3x minus 5 to the negative a half times 3, or also called the general power rule here. And then I would have to simplify, and I'd have a fraction here with the square root, and it's just a, a big mess. <laughs> I really don't want to have to do it this way. Also, if I do it this way, I, I think I'm probably going to end up with a different answer if I don't simplify just the right way, as maybe the back of the book would say if this were a problem in the book or a, a multiple choice problem. So instead of doing it the long, hard way, long way, and besides, the instructions were use the properties, I'm going to use the properties to rewrite the thing that I want to differentiate first, and then when I differentiate, it's going to be easier. So I'm going to keep writing ddx until I'm through simplifying my logs, my log of the expression. So now I have the log of a product. So I'm going to break it up into the log of the first thing plus the log of the second. And I'm going to rewrite that square root as the 1 half power of 3x minus 5. 
Now you could differentiate here 1 over x to the 7th times chain rule, 7x to the 6th, but I'd rather do one more rewrite. Take that exponent, throw it to the front of the log, and I have 7 log x plus, do the same thing with the 1 half power on the thing that we could consider a. Log a to the 1 half is the same as 1 half log a. Now I've gone as far as I can in terms of rewriting using the properties of logs. So now I'm ready to differentiate. But since it's the sum of two things, I can differentiate term by term. And it's going to be much easier than what I started to do up above. What's the derivative of 7 log x? That's just coefficient 7 times 1 over x. So that's 7 over x. Plus 1 half is my coefficient. And then I have u, right? Log of 3x minus 5 is log u. So I say times 1 over u times chain rule, the derivative of u is 3. So I have to simplify 7 over x plus 3 over 2 times 3x minus 5. Now, I could get a common denominator and write that over a common denominator. And if I do, it'll probably look more like what I would have gotten doing it the, uh, the long way up here. But um, this is usually good enough. If you want to rewrite it with a common denominator, you'd have to take 7 times 2 times 3x minus 5. And then you'd have to add it to 3 times x. And then your common denominator would be 2x times 3x minus 5, something like that. But uh, usually, this answer here is going to be okay for now. If eventually you need to set that derivative equal to 0 for some reason, then you would want it in the form with a common denominator. But if you're just uh, writing the answer, I would stop at this point with the two separate fractions and check the answer in the back. And, or if you're taking a, a multiple choice test, check and see what form the answer is in first. Like, it's likely it's going to be in this form um, if you're just differentiating. All right, our final example in this part is the derivative with respect to x of the natural log of 3x over the square root of 2x. So this is the first time, and I've got that problem from, from you know where, from, from heck coming over into, into my space. So I'm going to get rid of that. ddx of the natural log 3x over the square root of 2x. I want to differentiate that. And so I have to first look at that natural log of a over b and make it easier to work with. I could do it the long way, which would be 1 over this, which would be the reciprocal of 3x over root 2x. But then I'd have to use a chain rule to differentiate the 3x over the root 2x. And that would require the, um, the quotient rule. So I really don't want to have to do that. So instead, I'm going to use the properties of logs. I have the log of something over something else. So I can rewrite that. Go ahead and take a minute to do this on your own. Rewrite that using logs properties. And then coming back, I know you paused and did it, right? Log 3x, or maybe you just did it without pausing. Log 3x minus log root 2x. Okay. Can we do any more to rewrite this? We actually have a couple things we can do. You can either leave the 3x and use the chain rule, or you, you could even use the property of logs here, couldn't you? You can have ddx log 3 
plus log x. You can break up that log 3x into log 3 plus log x. Minus, this is the 1 half power of 2x. So I can take that exponent of 1 half and put it in front of the log. And then I have 1 1 half times log 2x. And all of that is being differentiated. Now at this point, I can differentiate term by term. This one, I could do a little more if I wanted to, or you could just use the chain rule. It's actually sometimes a little riskier to rewrite this log 1 half log 2x because there's a minus in front. And you might be inclined to forget to distribute the minus into the second term. But I'm going to go ahead and do it because I want you to see how far you can go with your, with your properties. Log 3 plus log x minus 1 half times log 2 plus log x. Taking the log 2x and rewriting it as log 2 plus log x using that property. Then I'll distribute the negative 1 half through. And again, it might be easier to just use the chain rule, but I just want to show you that it can be done this way. Derivative with respect to x, log 3 plus log x, just rewriting. Distribute negative a half through, negative a half log 2 minus a half log x. This is the important minus right here. Now when I differentiate, I differentiate term by term. The derivative of a constant is still 0. And so the derivative of natural log 3 is 0, plus the derivative of natural log x, 1 over x, minus the derivative of 1 half log 2, that's all a constant, its derivative with respect to x is 0, minus the derivative of 1 half log x, 1 over 2x, 1 over 2 from the 1 half and 1 over x from the derivative of log x. So we actually get 1 over x minus 1 over 2x, And the only problem with using these properties is because we differentiate term by term, our answer is term by term also. So we don't have a common denominator. If you need to say set that thing equal to 0 or something, I don't know if this one will ever equal 0, right? But if you want to try to set it equal to 0 or you want to get it with a common denominator, then you have to multiply the first fraction by 2. And you'll see that you, you can't ever have that equal 0. But you have a much easier form of the derivative, 1 over 2x. So all of these examples used the properties of logs to rewrite logarithmic expressions first before differentiating. Because when we differentiate in the original form, we would have to use the chain rule. And the chain rule often involves the product rule or the quotient rule. And you really don't want to have to get into all of that um, when you're just trying to differentiate something. So we use the logs properties in order to rewrite. And then we can just differentiate term by term using the generalized logarithmic derivative rule, something like that it's called.